0: Joy Reed, my boo, my boo, without a doubt the best weave model in the country. Every night before Joy Reed pollutes the airways with toxic mouth flatulence, there is a sense of anticipation before the show. Credit where credit is due. If there is one thing Joy Reid does better than anyone else in cable news, it's building suspense. Her loyal following of lonely women and men aspiring to be women, they wait with excitement and anticipation to see which hair color Joy will be going with that night. Will she honor Megan Rapino by choosing the classic pink or purple? Will she honor our fearless leader, John Biden, by going with gray? Lately... Lately, her symptoms of OMB have been so strong, she has been choosing to emulate Donald Trump, oh man, bad, by going with blonde with a nice comb over. Me personally, I think Joy Reid looks fantastic with blonde hair. We have a serious problem in this country. Well, under the leadership of John Biden, we have a lot of serious problems in this country, but this particular problem, I feel like this problem is. Almost by design? There are millions of people in America who have zero trust in the electoral process. There are millions of people who question the legitimacy of elections. Back in 2016, when the Trumper did what many thought was impossible and defeated Hill Clinton, what was the media narrative the following morning? This election was stolen! This country is far too racist to elect its first orange president! Four years later, when Johnny B. Biden achieved the impossible by winning the election without leaving his Delaware dungeon, the narrative was the exact same. But there was a huge difference, huge difference between 2016 and 2020. In 2016, the mainstream media was pushing the narrative. 2020, the people were pushing the narrative. Either way, though, either way, destroying faith in the electoral process allows the mainstream media to achieve their number one goal. Create division. It seems like that is the sole purpose of the mainstream media, keeping us divided. There is plenty of blame to go around for the lack of faith in the electoral process. A lot of people blame mail-in voting, voter ID laws, or the lack thereof. Deacons at Woke United Methodist, the media. According to our beloved Joy Reid, who was looking ravishing Saturday night as she gave MSNBC viewers the benefit of having a weekend night instead of the usual Monday through Friday night of consuming time toxic flatulence. According to Joy Reid, there is one group that we should blame for the lack of faith in the voting process. One group of shady, evil people who want to see our country divided and destroyed. One group who should not be taken lightly. I mean, these people are dangerous. I've heard of extreme cases where they are going door to door in lower middle-class neighborhoods, offering food assistance to families who are struggling. In one extreme case, and you're not going to believe this, in one extreme case, I was told this group was so radical that they were telling people about Jesus. <gasps> According to Joy Reed, white Christians are to blame for the destruction of faith in the electoral process. Lately, Joy Reid has made a habit of blaming white Christians for, well, she blames us for just about everything. NBA ratings are in the pooper. It's those white Christians. Woke sanctuary city struggling to maintain the influx of illegal immigrants. It's those white Christians. Here in a few months when temperatures are absolutely unbearable outside here in the South, it's climate change caused by white Christians. They refuse to stop driving their gas powered vehicles. I have offered to let them borrow my climate friendly broom, but they just used it to sweep the floor. Saturday night, the presidential campaign of Nikki Haley. Good old Saint Nick. The presidential campaign of Nikki Haley was officially buried in the woke cemetery. As expected, Saint Nick was absolutely humiliated by Donald Trump and her home state of South Carolina. Even the Guardians in South Carolina refused to vote for Nikki Haley. Well, KC, who are the Guardians? Well, according to the city of Cleveland, that is the new term for Native Americans. Everyone knows Nikki Haley is finished. Hell, normal people knew she was finished months ago after she was embarrassed during a debate by Vivek Ramaswamy. In the span of about four, maybe five minutes, Vivek Ramaswamy destroyed Nikki Haley's campaign. No one expects to see Saint Nick until December. Everyone knows that her campaign is over, except for Nikki Haley and her elitist donors. Many people believe that Nikki Haley is going to run as a third-party candidate, and if that happens, it will guarantee victory for Johnny B. Biden. I happen to believe the opposite. If Nikki Haley runs as a third-party candidate, I think she's going to take votes from John Biden. Most people are so fed up with establishment candidates that they view Nick and John as the same thing. Saturday night, MSNBC, they had their usual doofus panel of paid propagandists polluting the airways with their analysis of the South Carolina primary. It was a complete waste of time. There was no analysis needed here. Within 60 seconds of polls closing, Donald Trump was already declared the winner. The mood was... I would call it somber Saturday night at MSNBC. Tears were flowing. Outrage was raging as the panel realized the Trump train was riding to Super Tuesday. The panel, they were concerned about all those dangerous emissions feeding the atmosphere. They weren't worried about the dangerous emissions that were escaping from Joy Reid. As you guys know, carbon emissions, they are selectively dangerous. They're only dangerous when they fit the narrative. Lizard Warren flying a private jet, those emissions are okay. Trump riding a fake train to Super Tuesday, those emissions are considered dangerous. Saturday night, super nerd Chris Hayes, he was talking about the exit polls in South Carolina. Over 60% of voters in South Carolina believe that the 2020 election wasn't legit. Super Nerd, he asked Joy Reid why people in South Carolina don't believe John Biden is our fearless leader. Joy, why don't they recognize greatness? This is so disappointing! John Biden is the best president we've had since Jimmy Carter. Why don't these people in South Carolina like paying $10 for eggs? Why don't they appreciate the fact that high gas prices are saving our planet? I don't understand, Joy. Please, please explain why the people of South Carolina are so blind to the radiance of the orange man. Fortunately, Joy Reid utilized that free education from Harvard courtesy of Affirmative Action, and she found a plausible explanation. According to Joy Reid, there is a reason the good people of South Carolina have a strong bitterness towards John Biden. Watch for yourself. Did Joe Biden legitimately win in 2020? That's one of the exit polls. Um, Yes, gets 32 percent of the folks voting in South Carolina, according to our exit polls. No, gets 65 percent. So two thirds, one thirds there. What's your read on that? Right. And I think that you can go back to what Steve was just saying about the makeup of this electorate. I mean, this is a what, 92 percent white, overwhelmingly evangelical Christian primary electorate in South Carolina, and I think writ large around the country, that is the way they think. I mean, even among the independent voters who are about, what, 21 percent of this electorate, it's like almost a 50-50 question as to whether President Biden is the legitimate president of the United States. That is what the Republican Party is now. It is a baseline condition of being a base Republican right now that you do not believe that the 2020 election was legitimate? Full transparency here. I am no expert in analyzing voter demographics. I did spend a lot of time this morning though trying to find where Joy Reid sourced her statistics. According to the Queen of Bitterness, 92% of the electorate in South Carolina consist of white Christians or as they prefer to call them, white Christian nationalists. According to Pew Research, 59% of white people in South Carolina are Republicans. 51% of the overall population in South Carolina are Christians. Now, that 51%, that represents all races. So, I'm struggling to understand how Joy Reid is coming to the conclusion that 92% of the electorate in South Carolina are white Christian nationalists. I guarantee you, if Nikki Haley won Saturday night, Joy Reid, she would not be blaming white Christians. She would be celebrating. Let me ask you something, though. And this is my main problem with this. I don't mind Joy Reid blaming white Christians for everything, Joy Reid is free to say whatever the hell she wants. My problem is it doesn't work both ways. There's a double standard here. If Sean Hannity said the same thing about the Nation of Islam, if Sean Hannity said the same thing about voting demographics in Harlem, if he blamed the Nation of Islam for not recognizing the Trumper as legitimate, if he happens to win the election, what would the media reaction be to Sean Hannity? Sean Hannity is guilty of a dual violation of the woke Commandments. Not only is Hannity guilty of mythical racism, he's also Islamophobic. Clearly, he is afraid of Louis Farrakhan. Joy Reid is allowed to speak without fear of consequence because deacons at Woke United Methodist had determined that she belongs to a marginalized group, which is fine, fine. Joy Reid should be allowed to speak without fear. But so should Sean Hannity, so should Tucker Carlson, Glenn Beck. Do I think Joy Reid actually believes what she is saying? Absolutely not. Joy Reid is a paid propagandist. She is simply reading the script that MSNBC provides. MSNBC, they don't pay Joy Reid to tell you the truth. Hell, this network is allergic to the truth. And if you don't believe me, just ask Rachel Maddow. Anytime the truth escapes the censors on MSNBC, Rachel Maddow immediately cuts it off and proceeds to pollute the airways with powerful mouth farts. Joy Reid is paid to push a narrative, push division and create conflict controversy. It's the same reason that CNN was giving Donnie Lemon millions in woke welfare. Only difference is people actually watch Joy Reid. Once Donnie's lemon soured, he couldn't draw flies to a fresh turd. Unfortunately, the propaganda and media created division. It is only going to get worse. Like I've said before, They are afraid of Donald Trump. They are going to do everything in their power to make sure he doesn't win. They are going to try to divide us on race. They're going to try to divide us on religion. They're going to continue trying to divide us on gender while trying to convince us that men have the ability to get pregnant. It's a smart play, and it's their only play. To the media's credit, this strategy did work in 2020. However, There is a huge difference between 2020 and 2024. People were fed up in 2020 because of the lockdowns and because of all the peaceful protest. Remember what the media narrative was back then in 2020? John Biden will return us to a new normal. Yeah, the problem was no one was asking what they meant by new normal. Now, We know going into this election, people are pissed off. Anger is one hell of a motivator, and people are reminded of the reason that they're angry every time they go to the grocery store, every time they go to the gas station. That is extremely difficult to overcome, especially when you don't have a charismatic leader. Charisma can overcome a lot of negativity, but when you have someone like John Biden who has less charisma than Katie Rue at CNN, and you combine that with the overwhelming number of problems that John Biden has created that is probably going to be too much for them to overcome. But give me your thoughts on this. Joy Reid blames white Christians for the lack of faith in the electoral process. Does Joy Reid actually believe in the propaganda that she promotes? Also, do you think Nikki Haley will run as a third-party candidate? And if so... Does that hurt Trump or does it hurt John Biden? Let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. I appreciate your support. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL 84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.